on this episode of the Girl Talk Podcast. The things of this world don't fill me, mm. but they don't drain you either. Mm. When you're filled with God, the things of the world, they don't fill you yeah. and they don't drain you. That's mm-hmm. so true. You are listening to the Girl Talk Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Fox Toyota of East Tennessee. My name is Carol. I'm Kelly. Hey, I'm Trisha. And we are excited to kick off season number nine. (laughs) Wowzers. Welcome to season nine. We're going to... You know, we've asked you and we try to do like fun, light topics, but you never listen to those. So (laughs) once again, here we are with a heavy hitter. We're going to be talking today about who are you? Now, I know initially when you're asked that question you either say oh i'm such and such's mom Mm -hmm. Uh uh (laughs) that's usually the way i answer or you answer by what it is you do but we're going to go a little bit deeper with that because i don't remember where i saw this question but i immediately wrote it down in my notes when i saw the question because i think it's kind of at the heart of where we want to start and the question was this what if removed leaves you unsure of who you are what, if removed, leaves you unsure of what you are. Mm-hmm. Now, I would say that most women would probably say being a mom. Yes. Mm-hmm. If you're not a mom. First thing that came to my mind. You likely identify yourself by what you do, your job mm-hmm. or your ministry or all of those different things. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of a couple of years ago went through this process of thinking because I've been here forever since the beginning of time, um, but I've been here for so you long. You and Billy Graham started together, yeah, kinda. And and I I went through this process where um, I was challenged to think about my role here and kind of what would happen if if I didn't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. And it was probably one of the most transformative experiences mm-hmm. of my life. Because I think the longer you do something, the more value you Mm -hmm. place on that in your life and Mm -hmm. you identify yourself with that. Sure. And so for me, it started at the point like if this all ends tomorrow, who am I? Mm. And um, now, obviously, I'm still here. So the process didn't go about like that. But I think it was one of the most, like I say, transformative experiences in my life because it challenged me to think about who I was outside of what it is Mm -hmm. that I do. So um, that's where we're going to start today. So what, if removed, leaves you unsure of who you are? Now, I will say this. In Christian circles, we're real quick to say, oh, I identify myself the way Christ identifies myself, which we should. But very few of us really live that out. Because, and I, and I say that because, you know, if, if we were really living out who Christ says we are, people would be beaten down the doors to get in our churches because mm, sure. we'd be the most confident people. We would be the most secure people. We would be the most peaceful people. Loving. The most loving people. Yeah. Right. All those fruit yeah. of the spirit that we, mm. you know, can quote so quickly, yeah. but don't bear out in our lives. And I say that with my f- finger Firmly pointed at myself, you know. Yeah, me too. And so I I just want us to talk for a few minutes about what it really means to live out your identity in Christ. Um, I was spending some time in the Psalms, and I think it's Psalm 26. um, And and I read it in the New Living Translation, and he says something like this. I'll probably, you know, 
not get it exactly right, but he, the, the psalmist says something like this, your unfailing love is ever before my eyes, or I'm always thinking of your unfailing love. And I, I just started asking myself, what would it look like? How would my life change if my eyes were always focused on God's unfailing mm-hmm. love for me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's beautiful. I know, right? Yeah. yeah. And and what is keeping me from living that? Right, yeah. Me. Right, yeah. This is so big. Yeah. This is a huge topic. Yeah. So yeah, I think sure. chipping away at bits and pieces of it is the most effective. And yeah. I have yeah. so yeah. many thoughts. Agreed. I've been writing down, as you've said that, just thoughts have come to my mind and come to my mind. And I, I very often identify myself by my roles or my relationships um, and not my identity being rooted in Christ. And I'm I'm dealing with that in my life on like this one level. And I'm trying to figure out how do I do that? How do I how do I live my life as um, my identity in Christ being the most important thing? And I think what it comes down to, at least where I am right now, is not performing for other people, mm. but uh, living in my identity as Christ and his purpose for me. Yeah. So it's not performing for others. It's my God-given purpose. Mm. And those are big ideas but what do they look like yeah. like how does it what does it look like to live a day when i'm not performing for other people or doing what i think they want me to do or what i need to do uh to be to be seen as valuable but what does it look to, like to live out my purpose and i i i think i really do think it's about having that rock solid understanding that the purpose of my life is to bring glory to God. Mm -hmm. And that may look differently. I can still do that while I'm doing laundry. Mm -hmm. If I'm doing it with the right attitude, the right heart, a heart of worship, a heart of thankfulness, or, or even if I can't be thankful in the middle of the laundry, if I can be thinking about what God has done for me or, or keeping my mind in a good place or knowing. So it's about purpose. Mm -hmm. I think like, Mm -hmm. That's the way to dig into the identity is is what's the purpose? What is right. my purpose? Right. Well, and I think, too, we we have a tendency to wrap up our identity in what we think about all the time. Uh-huh. So, you know, you mentioned yeah. earlier, Carol, that we as a lot of times as women, we're either, you know, mamas or not mamas. Mm-hmm. And that that affects our identity. I spent a lot of time thinking about my son. So yeah, Mm -hmm. that's a huge piece of my identity. The same thing about my job. Mm -hmm. And as you were mentioning earlier, Carol, with the, um, you are who you are on the radio. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I spend a lot of time thinking about my Mm -hmm. job. If I spend as much time thinking about being a child of God, Mm -hmm. um, as I do about my kid or about being a wife or about being an employee, I would, I would, be different. I would act different because I was thinking about things in a different way. I think a lot of times it gets back to our thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I want to dig into what that looks like in your daily life. Yeah. So, because I want to do that, but then I get distracted with things. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I, okay, let's do that. So, what are the things, what are the steps that you can take to really truly live out your identity in Christ? I think one of the things for me anyway, is, and, and this never disappoints, like when I I say we watched this um, a video from like a business leader the other day in our devotion time. And he said, don't ever say I didn't have time to get to that. Mm, I'd say I didn't choose to do that. Yeah. Yes. Like that changes the game yes. for a lot of things. Yes. So if you're anything like me and you're like, oh, I didn't have time to do my quiet time today, don't say that. Say, Mm -hmm. I chose not to do my quiet Mm -hmm. time today. That is totally different, right? Yes, it is. The other thing about that is um, I 
when I spend unhurried time in God's word and when I am still long enough in my crazy busy life to sit with God, I never come away with nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. Even it's true. in times when I'm struggling with something, even sin, mm-hmm. if I will get quiet and sit still and spend time with God, something happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's not always a feeling. No. Sometimes, no. But it's, it can be a change in the way you're thinking right. and a change in the way you operate. Conviction. Mm-hmm. Conviction. Yes. Yes, indeed. Yeah. So it's not always a feeling, but that is so true. Your time with God will never go without some kind of evidence or fruit or, or, or repercussion. And yet, this, is, this, is, this aggravates me about myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I constantly struggle to be consistent in that time. Oh, likewise. And that frustrates me so bad because I know the fruit that comes from unhurried time in God's Mm -hmm. word. And I know the fruit that comes from hurried time in God's word. (laughs) (laughs) And it's rotten. Uh uh (laughs) You know, and so that frustrates me so bad about myself. And I know it's sin and I know it's our desires, crucifying those desires of the other things that crowd in and take our time and our attention away from Christ. But still, I I live in this perpetual state of feeling guilty because I didn't, feeling good because I did. Oh, I'm feeling guilty because I didn't because I know that it's good when I do. You know what I'm saying? It just, it's, yeah. It's it's so frustrating for me because I'm human. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And and I think part of my prayer has turned to God give me and and part of this is living out that identity too. Give me your mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, help me to think about the things in my life the way you think about mm-hmm. the things in my life. Mm-hmm. And that is supernatural. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which means it only comes from God. Right. We can't work it up. Right. Right. You, you know, one of the other things I think, to get back to your question too, uh, Tricia, about the what can, what practical, mm-hmm. what does this practically look like as we, mm-hmm. uh, as we live out our identity in Christ? I think we also need to know who we are in Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we yeah. can compare that to who we are in the world. You know, when mm-hmm. I think about, especially going through being a mama right now with a 14 year old, there's a lot of rejection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That comes in that in that stage of parenting. There's a lot yes. of yep. I don't want I don't want you to be in the middle of my thing anymore. Mm-hmm. God doesn't reject me. Mm-hmm. God mm-hmm. always wants to hear from me. He always wants to be present with me. He always wants to have a relationship with me. Unlike my lovely fourteen year old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Same thing for any human relationship. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's true. Human, there's that's rejection right. in. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Many different. Yeah. Realms. And, uh, there's also forgiveness and grace yeah. found in Christ. Yeah. You know, w- that's not necessarily always found in our workplaces. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, there's not always grace. Thankfully, we, we, the three of us are lucky to work in ministry where there's lots of grace, but mm-hmm. yeah. I know there's been lots of times in my life where there were zero grace yeah. Yeah. in the jobs that I had. And I was so wrapped up in my identity as an employee that when I failed, mm-hmm. I had no real soft place to land mm-hmm. you know no grace yeah. and forgiveness but in christ that's that's what he brings to us is grace and forgiveness so if we can you know remember that then it's just such a healthier place to live in that identity in christ instead of that identity in our mamahood or our friendships or our employment mm-hmm. yeah so let's go through and this i'm going to ask us to do a little kind of role-playing here 
Mm. I'm going to ask Ooh. us to start at the beginning of a day, just an average yeah. day. We're going to make up a scenario at what it looks like when you don't find your identity in Christ and what it does, what it looks like when you do. Okay. So say you get up this morning, you're going to a job you hate, you're late, the dog gets out, your kids are cranky, you forgot your lunch, you're almost out of gas. I mean, you know, you can just continue, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. let's look at all those same exact things. But before you started your day, You prayed the prayer, God, help me to see you and help me to see these things in my life like you see them. Does that make them any different? I'm I'm talking about the same exact circumstances. You're going to a job you hate. If you've spent time with God, God, I know you have placed me in this for a purpose. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is, and it's a struggle, but I know you're going to give me the grace and strength Mm -hmm. to do that today. Mm-hmm. Okay, God, thank you for these cranky kids <laughs> yes, uh, that are, have kids. Yes, I, that I have kids. There are a lot of people who don't have children right, and long for them. And so, help me to see that children mm-hmm. are a blessing from the Lord. God, you gave me a car to drive to work in that is almost out of gas. Would you give me <laughs> enough gas to get to the gas station? Would you? I prayed that this week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but. In 95% of the world, I'm considered mm-hmm. rich because I own a vehicle. That's right. So help me to be thankful for what. God, I'm late this morning. I'm going in late, but I'm thankful I have a job to go to, that I get a paycheck that helps me provide for my family. You see how it completely, and, and, and I do not think I do this because I don't. I don't do it perfectly. But if we will start to see the things in our lives as perfectly placed by God because he knows all things he sees all things he's in all things and if we'll see those opportunities instead of those frustrations man it changes my perspective at least Mm -hmm. um and it and it kind of changes my attitude and that I think that's it probably at the heart of because if you you know Go to wake your kids up and they're cranky and they reject you and or your spouse rejects you, whatever that looks like. If if your identity is being a wife or being a mom, then right there, everything crumbles mm-hmm. and it ruins the rest of your yeah. day. Oh, yeah. You're done. Oh, yeah. But if you have spent time with God and you know who you are and what you've been called to do and you kind of take it as I'm on mission today, kind of changes your perspective mm-hmm. at how you see the world. Mm-hmm. Again, I think this digs deep into why am I here? Yeah, yeah. What am I doing? What mm-hmm. is this day about? Why Why is this? Why do I exist? And I know that sounds huge, but really, that's kind of where I'm grappling with right now because it is about your attitude that comes from your thoughts. And if I fill my thoughts with God's promises, mm-hmm. then, I, then I'm more sure of who I am as a child of God mm-hmm. instead of being... Um, whipped by the winds of how the circumstances land in my day. But it gets really hard to maintain that if I'm not grounded in what I'm even doing in this life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, why am I here? I'm here to bring glory to God. I'm here to tell people about Jesus. I'm here to use my life as an example for other people to see that God is good and God forgives and God redeems and God can walk us through. But 
I, I'll start my day in the right way. I'll start my day reading my Bible. I'll start my day praying because I'm desperate if I don't. I mean, I'm desperate. And so I'll do that. But by about nah, middle of the afternoon, mm-hmm. I, it starts to like wash in. off like yeah. I need another shower. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I'm starting to stink again. Yeah. And I have to do something in that moment to help me because my morning devotion isn't making it through 3.30. Yeah. yeah. So I got to figure out how to refresh yeah. that those thought processes. Yeah, and I think that's uh, that's uh, the benefit that we have uh, to an ongoing conversation with God. Yes, know? yes, um, yes. Because we don't have to pr- particularly be in a prayer closet, you know, and there's, there's time and, and place for that, certainly. But any time is a good time to stop and say, all right, Lord, you know, what you promised this morning is still true today. Yes. And I still need that. Yes. But I think also, you were hitting at purpose, but I think also this gets at the motives and yeah. intents of our heart. Yeah. that that's, It's all tied together. Right. And so I, I, from time to time, I need to come back and say, hey, God, I need to, you to <laughs> purify my motivation here. Yes. Because mm-hmm. my motivation is so stinking selfish. Selfish. Mm-hmm. And the intent of my heart is to get what I want. Yeah. And... Pride you and are, all that jazz. You built me to be filled only mm-hmm. by you. Mm-hmm. And so this is not going to fill me. Mm-hmm. And realizing that in my mind, and I, I, th- I also think another important part is it, of it is accountability and, and helping each other to do mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And yes. that is so hard sometimes, yeah. especially, uh, you know, to. to <laughs> I, I don't even know of a like grace filled way that you can say, you need to jerk up on it, <laughs> but you need to you need to take a deep breath. You know, I mean, we we all know, um, or or we claim to know what our identity is, but we get so far away from it in the course of a day. So I think, yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. In the middle of the afternoon, if we need to stop, if at lunchtime we need to say, yeah, pull back that devotion out and say, all right, what was it you told me this morning? Yes, mm-hmm. it's still good today at noon as it was at six a.m. this morning, and so. Yeah, well, and I, I wish to Trisha to speak into you personally. Mm-hmm. I wish you could hear yourself in the yeah. days. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know that you're, you're working and so yeah. it's a different, yeah. it's a different kind of thing. But if you could pour into yourself yes. the way you pour into me and Carol yes, in the absolutely. middle of the day, things Amen. would be different for you yeah. because you are, you are in many ways what points me to Christ during the middle mm-hmm. of the day. Mm-hmm. You know, you are what helps keep me yes. at that midday point reflecting back to him yeah. and being able to find that that thing that I need to get me to you know when Brenda's going to speak into me <laughs> right right, right, right. yeah well that's a god thing that yeah. because you yeah. know he does that and he's speaking to you and if in, if there's anything that ever comes that really hits home you know it's a god thing but i, I appreciate hearing that and i will come into this place low Mm. Lower in a dog's belly or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> some yeah. some fun phrase, Carol, you probably know a good one. <laughs> but I'll come in feeling low. Yeah. And I will start to pray for the show and I'll start to pray for you listening and yeah. I will start to hear the music and it will change me mm. and it will hold me up. Mm. And then when I walk out of these doors, I struggle because I'm not always able to listen to Brenda because then I'm putting on the mom hat yep. and then yep. I'm putting on the hat that's getting all the errands done and doing the things for the family or, and even selfishly doing things for me that I, that you know, and then I start to spiral. Mm, so so it is a lifeline to keep your mind in the right place. It's a lifeline. And I think we need to know or I need to know when my tricky points are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yes, I, I totally agree with that because... Thanks. 
it, it is so important that you know what mm-hmm. where your struggle is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the devil knows. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. He's he made a point sure. of knowing, and he's going to poke at that mm-hmm. until. You know, you finally say, enough, get away from me, and go bother somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I picture of one of those uh, kind of word pictures, just not word pictures, one of those um, illustrations just came into my head where when I think about who I am without Christ, mm. it's one of those uh, where you're standing on uneven ground or like you're standing on a waterbed. Yeah. yeah. And you cannot Ooh. get your firm footing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're just like all over the place. But then when you're able to really be firmly rooted in your mm-hmm. identity in Christ, yeah. that all of a sudden that insecurity goes away. Mm. You yes. have that rock you're standing on because it's no longer, you're no longer uh, tossed and fro by the mm-hmm. waves. Yeah. You, know, yeah. you are, you're firm, you're firm mm-hmm. and your insecurity goes away. And I think about all the ways the, the ways I struggle with insecurity yeah. when I haven't been firmly rooted in my identity in Christ, that I've, I feel inept and I feel unworthy and I feel yeah. unwelcome and I feel rejected. But when I remember that that I can be mm-hmm. rooted in him, I'm on firm ground mm-hmm. and I can walk in with confidence mm-hmm. and walk yeah. in with um yeah, just a total different attitude and different thoughts in my head. Mm-hmm. Confidence in him and not us. Yes. And I, it's the pa- it's the power of the world that wants to chip away at us, the power of circumstances. And, and I will say this, it can be bad circumstances that make you feel bad, or it can be good circumstances that make you feel overly good. So true. Yeah. But in, in, it, you, it's, yep. it's, you're riding that wave, and it's mm-hmm. not a good wave, because sooner or later it's going to crash over top of you. But you said something, Carol, that I loved, and I want to hold on to, and, and it relates to what you said too, Kelly. It's like... The things of this world don't fill me, but they don't drain you either. Mm. When you're filled with God, the things of the world, they don't fill you and they don't drain you. That's Mm -hmm. so true. Mm -hmm. That's a great, great thought. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like you said earlier, out pops the fruits of the spirit. Yeah. When you're really filled with Christ, Mm -hmm. you're going to naturally exude love, joy, peace, patience. Mm -hmm. And what? What a great life to live mm-hmm. because when you're, when that's the overflow of your heart, it's also coming back to you. Yeah. Yes. It's like a boomerang. Yeah. 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 You know? Absolutely. Coming time right in the word, you. time with Jesus. Remember who you are. All those things, good, important things for you to actually live out um, your identity in Christ mm-hmm. and not just be something that you talk about. That's what we want for you. Yes. That is the whole point of the Girl Talk podcast. We want you to walk uh, in, in with God and we want you to be firm, firmly planted in your identity of who God says you are. And we would love to hear your thoughts. If you have thoughts about how you do this in your own life, ways, practical ways that you um, work your relationship with God into your everyday life, man, would you email us, girltalk at thelightfm.org. We'd love to hear from you. We do a little happy dance every time we get an email. We it's do. True. It is so true. And we love hearing from you. And we'd like to say thank you to our friends at Fox Toyota of East Tennessee for their partnership in ministry. Could not do this without your help. And we'll see you next time we gather around these microphones for the next Girl Talk podcast.